There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we like to think of ourselves as hosts of the hashtag thing party. Our day-to-day work includes strategic planning, marketing and communications, research, and industry relations to achieve our vision of bringing this marvelous, wonderful, and magical podcast to every household in America. Thanks for joining us. Now, long-time listeners will probably know that marketing and communications is the giveaway that that's not our actual <laughs> our actual mission statement, but that that pretty that that could be pretty it's good. Not the bad. thing party, magical podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we go beyond America, but sure, we, every household in America. Uh, Minimum. What, what what was this actually about? This is actually from the about page of, and I can't believe this exists. The National Mango Board. <laughs> <laughs> A real thing, not something Molly just made up, even though it sounds like it's something Molly just made up. It is a freaking real thing. And yes, it's about the fruit. Like, this is, we're not trying to trick you. It's literally about mangoes. Mangoes. It is magical. Yeah. I used to have a Brazilian Host of the hashtag guy. mango party. Hashtag mango party. I used to have a Brazilian camera guy who would just literally get just a look of dreamy contentment on his face when you even mentioned mango and then he would be like who do you think is the first person to discover the mango that guy was a lucky <laughs> son of a bitch like i mean he would just <laughs> he wanted to go back in time and be and be the, that person <sighs> like neander the caveman who found who discovered that inside that you know greenish reddish peel is true magic have is it. this the Brazilian cameraman that I am familiar yes, with? Yes, also. Yes, yes, totally. Also. Okay, yeah. No, I did. Yeah, I totally know what you're talking More about. More than one time we would be on a trip or a shoot and he would just be like, I'd be like, do you think he's thinking about mangoes right now? And he was. <laughs> hey, what are you thinking about? Mangoes? Knew it. Who do you, who do you think that guy was? <laughs> who, who was the guy? Well, at least you knew what to get him <laughs> as a present. Huh? Oh, yeah. Totally. T-shirts, hats. No, I'm just kidding. Mangoes. Yeah. Mangoes. Just <laughs> on the t-shirts mango. and the hats, obviously. Um, well, this has – you know what? I'm going to go with my second one because it's about food and we were just talking about mangoes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, big thing that – this is one of those things that has been around. So if you know, you're going to say, well, that's been a thing for a while. Uh, but I've seen it getting more traction and I'm – newly familiar to it uh if i have seen it it didn't really register until recently and that thing is functional foods have you heard of functional foods molly yes and i accidentally muted yes but i couldn't to this day tell you what the hell they are like does it include mango is it phrase that i do keep hearing and i'm just like what is this i believe it might include mango uh (laughs) the uh the apple 
is is the thing that put it on my radar. There, this is a thing in itself. This this article does an apple a day really keep the doctor away? A nutritionist explains the science behind functional foods, and that put functional foods on my radar because that thing was all over the place. Functional foods apparently kind of originated in Japan in the eighties. They okay. mean different things depending on who you ask. They don't have a formal definition, but it's essentially a food that either naturally or through some kind of enhancement or fortification contains a particularly large amount of some kind or more than one kind of nutrient. So apples are a great example because they have pectin and fiber and things that are, you know, over-indexed compared to other foods you might eat. Okay. I'm seeing, I mean, it, it, it's a lot, it's like a long list that is borderline all food. It does start to feel like, well, that's pretty much everything. Except one key category, which is meat. Yeah, it's not meat. It's kind of interesting. It's and not, it's not meat. Not pr- most processed foods, although depending on who you ask. So the, the, the apple a day thing doesn't really go down this route, but the Better Homes and Gardens article that was like just published this week um, about this includes cereal because it's fortified. Mm-hmm. So some people consider that functional food. So there could be some processed stuff like cereal in there, but mostly it's natural stuff. Mostly it's it's things like kale and apples and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I have definitely heard this though. I mean, this is functional foods. Uh, I mean, there's obviously always food, right? Some version of food is always trending in some incarnation, but yeah. this with the this with the macro counting, like this all feels of a piece of health trend that i have to say i let this actually feels healthy like it does feel counting counting your macros means that you are likely getting a balance of carbs and fat and protein and functional foods especially if it's like a lot of fruits and veggies and tinned fishes and things like that and seaweed that seems good for you i like this the the only thing that I could find to be skeptical about with functional food is that it doesn't have a definition. (laughs) So it's ripe. Yeah, I get it. Ripe for someone to misuse and say like, we have functional food powder, the most functional (laughs) elements of food in a powder. (laughs) Like, you know, somebody's going to do that if they haven't already. Um, But if you kind of narrow in on the overlapping of all the different definitions, yeah, I I agree with you, Molly. It's it's like, oh, foods that are high in nutrients and low in things that aren't as good for you. (laughs) That makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I am finding this article totally fascinating about the idea that Japan introduced this to basically stave off like all the crappy food that was coming from the U.S. Yeah. Because a lot of people had adopted the American diet. I mean, different cultures deal with things in different ways. Um, Some people (laughs) turn spam (laughs) into a regular part of their diet. Some people create buda jige, which is all the things from canned food thrown into a stew. And Japan did apples, you know? Right. Actually, Japan has apparently, again, now I'm just deep down this rabbit hole, like a thousand foods on the list on the functional foods list on the functional foods list a lot of fish like salmon is yeah. on that list yeah great mm-hmm. okay i'm into it who where's the meal kit where's the functional food <laughs> meal kit yes exactly i'm in and how do oh, we get uh, a affiliate fee for selling it? 
Exactly. And um, I'm really going to need to get dinner delivered tonight because it is the finale of season two of The Summer I Turned Pretty. <laughs> okay. I hope this is The Summer I Turned Pretty, but what is The Summer I Turned Pretty? Don't we all? The Summer I Turned Pretty is the smash hit of the summer, but actually I think it came out in the spring, the season one, but season two has been happening over the last several weeks, couple of months. Uh, and it, it, the finale is tonight and it's basically been mostly a summer show and it's a Amazon prime original about a bunch of teenagers who have spent every summer of summer of their life, like hanging out in the same fancy vacation house in what is sort of like the Hamptons. Okay. And it's just like, it's the new Twilight, you know, like it's all about this. The, the main character is this girl, Belly, who is the one who turned pretty. And it's just the, it's like my brother told me about it. And I was like, we all made fun of him. We're like, okay, child. This is, this is not reality show. No. Okay, oh, no, okay. no, 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 yeah, just, no. Just, just it's a full sure. on teenager soap opera. Got it's it. like, it's like the base. It's like the, the, the subject material for every Olivia Rodrigo song. <laughs> I get that's That's perfect. I now okay. ex- exactly know what this show is. <laughs> like playing sad songs. And dry. It's like Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> I mean, it's just. It's just handsome, like good looking people playing teenagers, even though some of them clearly are not. Yes. And like a little bit of parent drama and unrealistically wealthy house. It is irresistible. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to watch it. And then I watch it all the time. And my son and I talk about it all the time. And we even use it as shorthand for people. Like, I'm like, God, why is he being such a moody Conrad? Like, ugh. Is is there an episode where she's broken up with someone, but she's at a party and then she wants to call them and she knows it's a bad idea, but she does it anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> is every episode a version of that? For sure. Okay. And then here, and then I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to bring this to the show because it's finale night of season two. And like, this is such, so perfect to talk about on its thing. And then as I was just, you know, doing my quick duck, duck, go. Then I found out that Slate published an article one hour before taping time titled The Summer Legions of Adults Copped to Watching The Summer I Turn Pretty. The show (laughs) conjures the feeling of teen summer so perfectly that even grownups can't resist. And it's it's just a story on Slate all about how we're all watching the show. So it's well done. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's that's terrible. That's the key, right? It's wonderful. It's, it's not the topic. We all, we've all been teens, right? If there's, yeah. I mean, I guess there could be someone in the audience who's 12 or younger, but, but we've all been teens for the most part. So we all know what a teen summer feels like, whether Teenage we're in triangle. the Hamptons or not. Totally different exactly. situation. But, but yeah. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. So if it's well told and well done, doesn't matter what age you are. It's a tale as old as time, mm-hmm. the teenage love triangle, and we cannot resist it. This picture and all of the kids has yeah. one person who looks like she might be belly, I'm guessing, and then uh-huh. three folks who look like guys. Yeah. So uh the the guy on the end is her brother. Ah, okay. The Belly brother. and her brother. Got it. Are, yes, right. exactly. Yep, yep, And yep. then 
rugby shirt is Conrad. Her ah, love such a interest. Conrad. Mm-hmm. And then that's, and then Jeremiah is on the left and Jeremiah is somewhat, uh, impressively bisexual, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like he also has a thing for belly, but it's unspoken Mm -hmm. and they've grown up their whole lives. He's the werewolf. All, all she cares about. Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Conrad is Edward. Uh Jeremiah is Jacob. Got it. But there's a there's a there's like a third guy that comes in for a while, Cam Cameron. He's so nice. He's just so <laughs> nice. He's never gonna work out. It's the best. Oh my gosh. You and you, more importantly, it's a thing. You you totally uh you totally explained it by saying it's every Olivia Rodrigo song. I, totally I mean, oh perfect. my god. Every time those songs start when they're on the radio, I just burst out laughing. I'm like, I've been that girl, but oh my <laughs> lord. I was 14. I drive and pat your house. So. Have, you, have you seen the video for Bad Idea, right? No. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that video is The Summer I Turned Pretty. It is probably an episode of A Summer I Turned Pretty, and I just didn't realize it. That's fantastic. Oh, uh, so what a good, good. one. So uh, my last one is something that I I just found out is been around for a while but it's just hitting los angeles which is why i noticed it the flash rob have you heard about flash mobs committing crimes no come on so everything is falling apart listen i'm not here to point fingers but last week my wife went to the americana to look at the samsung galaxy flip which she has since purchased by the way and the next day there was a flash rob of the YSL store at the Americana in Glendale. What? A flash rob is when a bunch of people organize online and then they don't know each other, but they all put on, you know, hoodies and wear masks and identical black sweatshirts. And they just run in and overwhelm a store and steal stuff and then, and then run away. Oh my Lord. Seriously. Last week we met up with a friend at at Topanga social to get Mm -hmm. a bite to eat next day. Flash Rob at the Nordstrom. Now, why they didn't go for the Neiman Marcus, I have no idea. But same same thing. Flash Rob yeah. one day after. Really? And yeah. have you ever seen your wife and a flash mob in the same place? Just saying. I have not, but I have noticed her being there a day before. Now, when Dang. I say the word scout, I'm not associating that with the previous day. <laughs> The best part of this is when we realized this, I was like, you're scouting for them. And she's like, am I? (laughs) Oh, dang. She played it. Hello. Cool. Uh, But yes, uh, to the Los Angeles Police Department, this is all a joke. Not true. Um, They are looking for the people on security footage, but it's tough, you know, because everybody's hard to recognize and there's so many of them. Uh, The video of the one at the Americana in Glendale was someone with their phone, obviously, and you see like a maintenance person who's pulling the trash out, like taking the trash out for the morning and is just looking and you like you you get the feeling by just seeing the attitude of 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 his of his body of like, am I really seeing this right now? But like, what are you going to do? Because it's yeah. 50 people running into a store and running out. You start to wonder like, oh, this must be some kind of thing. Like who would do that? But people really did it. Oh, my Lord. I'm so exhausted. 
And this but, is not new. This is not new. It isn't like they invented it in Los Angeles. It's been done all over the country. Chicago, San Francisco, New York, Minneapolis, etc. Oh, my Lord. Great. Great. We are just living in Octavia Butler's imagination. <laughs> it's a parable of the sower. Um, I mean, that is kind of fascinating and quite a tw- tech twist on mm-hmm. such a thing. The, fl- the flash nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that when I'm scouting a location mm. for a future flash rob, it, <laughs> I, I usually <laughs> try to play it cool by just going and like having a meal by myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But don't you stick out? Don't, don't, isn't it like, wait, what is, what is this person eating alone? Evidently. So two things are happening. One, eating alone, like going out to eat by yourself seems is a thing that's on the rise and it's always been a thing, right? There's like, business travel and sure and actually this came to uh my attention in some ways because i have a friend who is really into food and specifically michelin star restaurants and his family is out of town for like two weeks they're all in india and he's like yeah i lined up like six michelin star restaurants to go to. <laughs> that's like, so okay. smart like why would that's, i never do that why wouldn't i yeah, yeah. um <laughs> well other than the price i guess but kind yeah if you have, you have the time Exactly. Um, and then I get these live blogs of all of them. And it, each time it's like really Ben, he was talking about having to sit at a communal table and he's like, oh God, what if I make friends? I don't want to make any friends. You know, like, you know, I'm just here to like oh, no. really be into food. And then I saw this article from The Guardian about uh, solo diners being judged. Mm-hmm. And I, it seemed to have been sparked by a guy who filmed a woman eating alone, which is creepy, decided that she was sad, and then uh, tried to pay for her meal. Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And all of these people were like, bite me. Yeah. You know, not cool. And then it's just, it sort of led to this entire conversation about like, what is the problem here? And... Here's what's really crazy. At least one restaurant in London, which is a, Mich- a two-star Michelin restaurant, has started charging solo diners double. Uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Why? Be- I, I know there's a lot of restaurants in a lot of places in the world. I know this is true in Korea where they, solo diners take up a disproportionate amount of the space. And if it's a small space, you are making less per square foot on a solo diner. And if, and, and so a lot of times now a good restaurant will be very apologetic and, and talk to you nicely about this and say, would you, do you mind taking it to go? Or could you come back at a time that's less busy? No, we'll accommodate See, this is why you. I hate restaurants. Yeah. But this is why I am done. I hate to interrupt you, <laughs> but I'm it? furious. This is why I am done with restaurants because I now experience post pandemic. I am experiencing restaurants as a complete imposition of someone else's will on what I want to be doing. Mm. You know what? Let people come to your restaurant alone because they might be traveling. They might, their family might be out of town and they're bored and lonely, or they might want to experience your food, or maybe they're a food critic. So set up a bar, set up solo tables. Like if you want customers, then make it possible and easy for customers to come to your freaking restaurant instead of punishing for them for like living the life the way that they want to live it. It is unbelievable to me. This is, I hate restaurants. I hate how I go there and I'm stuck there and they won't bring me the freaking bill. I just want to leave. Like, and then they're just like, oh no, you can only have the things that I say that you can have at the pace that I say that you can have them at. Like, I don't need to go to restaurants and basically just be like, 
masturbated on by chefs for two and three hours and then give them $700 for the pleasure of doing things how I want to do them. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, you need to go to different restaurants. That, that's for sure. <laughs> like, those restaurants sound horrible. <laughs> that is all restaurants lately. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Oh my God, that is no. not cool at all. Anyway. Yeah. Woo. Just, it's so crazy to me that there's like judgment about this, that restaurants would make it harder for someone to come and pay money to eat there. Like, uh. see the restaurants you described are different than the ones I was th- describing too. Like you're, you're totally right that if a restaurant has the room for the single tops, put the single tops in, especially if it's a growing trend, there are the mom and pop shops where it's like, we got three tables. This is the ones I was thinking of. Yeah. Too bad. That's business. Like people come and eat. Let them come and eat. Yeah. You're going to charge them double because they're alone. Oh like, gosh, no. Don't not charge them double for sure. Yeah. No, or ask good. them to leave. Like, I'm sorry. As a person who like also has the the privilege of paying like quadruple price on my freaking cell phone plan because there's not four other people in my house to add to it. Like, what is this? This is a bizarre trend that needs to stop. I hope that eating alone is on the rise and I hope we all band together. <laughs> But <laughs> to be like, I'm doing this how I want. Did I mention it's 90 degrees inside my house today? <laughs> Could you do a, fla- a flash eating alone? <laughs> right. <laughs> Where you all agree to show up and eat alone at the same time. <laughs> Except don't talk to me. Don't talk to each other. <laughs> Just here to have dinner. <laughs> Are you here together? No. I mean, yes, Definitely but not. no. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But I'm in my own space. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we planned to arrive at this time. No, we are not eating together. Thank You're you. You're not much. eating together. I'm here to have an efficient meal, enjoy it by myself, not have anybody need me or talk to me for like yeah. five freaking minutes. No, I do believe this is on the rise, though, for sure. I think it, it yeah. definitely is. If it weren't, if it weren't, I don't think there'd be so many articles about it. But <sighs> okay, thanks for indulging me in this, in this Molly <laughs> yeah. rant. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I do. This will make you feel good. Uh, I want to check back in on a thing because today, like six hours before the show, Know Your Meme uh, published a guide, which is what they call it when they they sort of develop an article about a a meme trend called Why Is Everybody Wearing Bass Pro Shop Hats? The Gen Z Hat Trend Explained. And uh, I believe, Molly, that you brought this to the It's a Thing crowd a long time ago. I think so. We may have to find the the audio proof, but I think I definitely didn't. It's just one of those like it's just an ironic. I mean, everything about Bass Pro, Pro Shop is sort of simultaneously ironic, but also not. <laughs> and like the hat, the hat hit. The hat hit hard. Oh my gosh! Uh, in season eight, August fourth, twenty twenty two, we did Bass Pro Shops hats are out. Oh, dang. Did we bring them back somehow? Did they? Yeah. Did they come all the way back around? Oh, my goodness. That's, I I guess so. I guess they literally just boomeranged. Yeah. Or we were, or we might have been wrong. I mean, I will allow it. I do know that, and by the way, that was me bringing the Bass Pro Shop hats are out, but I know you were talking about Eli mentioning bass pro shop hats like a long time years ago on the show 
I think that's probably true. Well, he stayed in one of the hotels too. Oh, and wow. then yeah. was super into the hat. And then was like, I've seen the hats everywhere. I yeah, think that's yeah, probably yeah. where that, it might, that's, it that's might have been a be pre it. or post show, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, All this stuff. It's funny how this article is like, they were coded as redneck for many, <laughs> but all of that, that general genre, I guess, of like, I don't know what you call them, country clothes, like Carhartts are super in. Mm, yeah. Bass Pro hats. Rural, country, rugged. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you call it, friends. Mm. And email it to us <gasps> at feedback at it's a thing dot me, where all the good content really lives. This is the best things. The best things in the life best things. are your things. All right, we got a lot of emails about the paper uh, oh, yeah. paper license plates. Mike wrote in, I'm in Colorado. We've had paper tags for decades now. They're usually 30 or 60 day tags. What I have noticed is a large number of expired tags on cars. As many as 50% of the tags I see are expired. Some have an expiration date as far back as 2019. I think I know how this came to be. At the beginning of the pandemic, all the government offices closed down, so you couldn't get your metal plates. The infrastructure wasn't in place yet to take care of this online. It is now. Because of this, police stopped ticketing people for expired tags. So when people hear there are no consequences to paying the registration costs required to keep up-to-date plates, many choose not to. Fast forward to this summer, there have been PR campaigns locally telling the citizens that the police are starting to ticket expired tags again. What terrifies me is seeing teens driving a car with expired tags. Do they have a license? Do they have insurance? Both of these are required by law. In Colorado, a person cannot take the driving test in a vehicle that isn't street legal. So expired tags won't get you a license. No license, no insurance. (laughs) Mike is a safe driver. Mike is a safe driver. Zach also wrote in that Texas has seen a rash of fake paper temp plates and linked to a KERA news story uh, about that. that. I remember when I lived in Oakland, I saw paper plates a lot and that was usually the explanation we definitely went through the you can't get your registration in a timely manner Mm -hmm. um thing where it and i called one time the dmv and was just like i don't i haven't gotten my tags and and this woman at the police department just sort of tacitly told me like yeah you won't get a ticket for that i'm like oh good i'm glad to know we have laws at all And then Gabby wrote in on hyaluronic acid and said, I've been seeing L'Oreal ads with Eva Longoria talking about hyaluronic acid serum for a while now. Bingo. It's a thing. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks, all of you, for emailing us. Feedback at itsathing.me. Keep it coming. Now, the folks who support us at the very top level at patreon.com slash it's a thing get the shout out. We could. We could. Like many shows do. Many of which I'm even a host on just yeah. say your name we could do that we could do that but we don't mm-hmm. no rich Truffolino, our producer will not accept just saying your name no. he creates a bespoke way of shouting you out every episode and this week it is based on the what makes it special section in product listings for combs <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to get through this. Yes. And we mean combs, like for your hair. Yeah, C-O-M-B, comb. Let's <laughs> just start us off here. Morris Jones, wide space teeth with ball tips. Benjamin Forrest, strong yet flexible. A.J. Venturella, quality tortoise look. Lee Price, unconditional guarantee against breakage during normal use. Kevin Sill, only use on tightly coiled hair. 
Eric Duncan, tapered rat tail tip. Jake Woods, handcrafted and polished to a smooth finish. Gabrielle Cohen, great for sectioning while perming. Laura Abel, slightly longer teeth allow for dense hair penetration. Valor Trucks, comfortable handle for greater control. Andrew Bradley, purse size. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Hood, silicone injected. Louis Sadamore, fun, colorful, glitter appearance. Mike Akins, heat and chemical resistant. And James C. Smith, safest method to rid lice. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a compliment. (laughs) I know you're glad that you support us at the shout out level. I know that this is what makes it all worthwhile. If you would like to join your friends here in uh, comb description land, please. Please. No, it'll be something all new next week. That's the best part. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also get yourself an ad-free RSS feed and access to our Discord chat live with us when we record every week. You can also support the show by buying some things through our affiliate links. Look for those at shopping page. It's a thing dot me slash shop. And don't forget to email us your things. We love hearing them. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.